0: Uh hey gang, just want to remind folks uh trigger warnings and all that love, and I am adding this in post after we record it because I forgot to uh add it in there so uh just trigger warnings and all that let let's let let's get into it is babysitters club face totally jazzed <laughs> totally pumped right now. I don't care. Leader is like, holy shit, are you talking about the Babysitters Club? Yes, Phoenix Fleater, the Babysitters Club. This
1: isn't actually the Babysitters Club. The books already exist and there was already a movie.
0: You're telling me that books already existed.
1: And there was already a movie.
0: And that a had movie.
1: that that little actress that you don't like. Uh oh, who? Um, the one from um Alex Mack.
0: Oh no shit, why not?
1: You don't well, you didn't like her character on that show on the Alex Mack show, but she was in the Babysitter's Club movie in, like, the 90s.
0: Oh, I got <laughs> mad at it at Alex Mack's. I think around that time I was um, probably turning 12, and, you know, I like the program. I, li- I still like Nickelodeon in general at that time, and um, fucking... Her friend was a black kid, black black yep. boy. Yes. And they had his character... The writing staff decided to have his character like buy her a piece of jewelry and want her to be his girlfriend, and... Like, at that time as a kid, I was like, why can't he... Can't they just have him with a nice black girl? Like, I was not (laughs) pleased with that. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think I watched the show after that. Like, I think I... You want to talk about... I'm cancel culture. Like, I was out. You are staunch. I was like, I can still watch all that, because I love those fucking kids that throw chocolate all over the place. They are fucking hilarious.
1: Oh, that was a good show.
0: Yeah, it was live, and... But I still think that they should not... At their live show... They should not have had a band named the Cherry Poppin' Daddies.
1: <clears throat> that, that was a thing.
0: To hear that said out loud on a megaphone on Nickelodeon was like, whoa. Yeah. In a propes.
1: Yeah, oh, oh, she was also in 10 Things I Hate About You.
0: Oh, oh, she probably did the, the younger sister character.
1: I can see it. Uh, to yeah.
0: Julia Stiles.
1: Yeah, that babysitter's club was a uh, 1995
0: yeah, like basically in Ten Things I Hate About You, her character was essentially Quinn to Julia Stiles' Darrier.
1: That makes sense based on the play. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. When when you when when we look at the the play and get historical context,
1: Ten Things I Hate About You is a, a take on uh, the Taming of the Shrew.
0: It was shot at a high school I went to.
1: That's neat. I wasn't judging. I was just saying it was a Shakespearean (laughs) play called The Taming of the Shrew.
0: I was removed from the uh, work area.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you get kicked out of ROTC? Out of who? Uh, R-O-T-C. ROTC?
0: Yes, Mm ma'am. Yeah, um, I've I've never been a fan of the boot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Babysitter's Fucking Club. Right. So they hop in and they're like, all right, we're in seventh grade. So you think, all right, 12 year old fucking kids. Mm -hmm. They're having a grand old time. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously it's a reboot. I don't know how much is accurate to like how the books was, but I'm also not one of those people that really cares a great deal. Yeah. Yeah, like like at this household, like we went and rented that new uh, Ghostbusters movie down at the at the Red Box. We did. Yeah, because we don't really give a shit. Like, just entertain me. Like, I w- I want to hear people yelling and like flashing lights in a fight scene. Like, yeah. amuse me. I don't care how you do it. Which the Ghostbusters was a little. That one was a little hurtful. That was hard to watch. The Leslie Mack buck dancing up and down that thing. That was tough. That. Huh. Who. Not Leslie Mack. Uh, <laughs> what, what's the motherfucker's oh name? God. Leslie, uh... Isn't it, uh,
1: Jones? Uh, I mean, Leslie Mac
0: likes the boot, too, but fucking... Damn, why
1: are you being so mean? Leslie Jones. I think
0: it's Leslie Jones, right? Yeah. Yeah, Leslie Jones. Yeah, like, they they really mammied Leslie. the fuck out of her character. Oh, that was really bad. But uh, towards the end, like, the action really picked up. It was it pretty did. live. Like, that last 20 minutes or so... Yeah, it
1: wasn't as... Uh, yeah, it was... It was not as bad as I thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah, the yeah. ending was live. It's, it's like they saved the whole budget for the end. Like, wouldn't the rest of the movie look like a YouTube video? Like, <laughs> dude, who the fuck's fucking dad's house are you shooting this at? Ah. <laughs> Don't you know who my father is? They shot Ghostbusters at his third house. Damn. You need to listen now. And Marianne was patiently listening, also as usual. It was. Right, so she says she's doing most of the talking as usual, and you were doing a breakdown of the characters for ignorant, simple-minded people like me. Oh yeah, simple-minded. That's ableist. Don't... Ooh, ah! Folks, don't let me say shit like that. Flex on me. Yeah. Also, stop knocking shit off the table. I am uh, clumsy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. No, I was just looking at the characters, and I was like, okay, I can see who's who. Like they're very um, sort of like like uh trope characters,
0: right? Right. So Christy Loco is um.
1: So, yeah, the main character is someone who, because they explain, like, um, her father left and she's been, like, really um, upset ever since and, like, hates her mom, hates her mom's new boyfriend. And um, so, basically, she's, like, the, um, like, kind of a control freak and super bossy because that's how she maintains control because she feels out of control. And I'm just betting right now, just and I've only seen the first episode, but I'm <laughs> betting based off of it that her character arc is going to be... Um, she comes to get along with her mom's boyfriend and realizes that she can trust other people and that's going to be her spot for character growth. And then the person that she's talking to is like shy and quiet and her dad's super overprotective, so her thing is going to be learning to stand up to people. Um, probably her dad, and they're going to have a huge fight, but she's going to feel good because she stood up for herself and that's going to be her thing where she learns how to be more assertive.
0: Phoenixes. This is too simple for Phoenix.
1: Well, I didn't say it's simple, I've just... I'm betting <laughs> because, because I had all these thoughts. And then like, as it keeps continuing, I'm like, Oh, Oh, cause like the thing about her being, um, like a control freak and whatnot. She said something later. I forgot where it was in the episode that I was like, Oh, and that just reaffirms the thought that I had. Cause she said something like, um, she wanted to be in control because she felt out of control or something. I was like, Oh, that's what I was.
0: All right. Uh, but you know what they had to break? Cause like, I'm what this is what I'm guessing the target audience is. You know what? I should just say us, kind of. Us. Like millennial parents that want to show their fucking kids they're raising like look, dude, you should just watch this. Hmm. Don't worry about why. I've declared it good. Sit yeah. down and watch it with me. Let's let's order a uh, and and something to eat, tasty. Yeah. Right? Kids love Uber Eats. It's like, "Oh, fucking Oh god, the kids the restaurant comes Eats. to the house. Are you shitting me?" Right? Why haven't we always been doing this?
1: (laughs) As if Chinese takeout hasn't existed forever.
0: Yeah, but now everything, (laughs) everything. Everything. It's ridiculified. And that's also a good way to get them sitting down because now it's an event. It is. So, Mike, show them a little babysitter's club. And uh, I also noticed that, um, and I'm once, because there's so many things that I wonder if they're deliberate, Mm -hmm. right? Because they know what generation they're talking to. And if you're paying the slightest bit of attention to anything on privately owned social media, you know what kind of issues are cracking off and what people are discussing. And when they, uh, she has to write an essay because she got in trouble because her uh, patriarchal sexist teacher uh, singled her out over the misbehaving boys because uh, she questioned what he was teaching. Mm -hmm. And she pointed out that He was talking about these great men like Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. And it's like, when you're talking to a crowd that's talking about race and shit like that and slavery and consent and things, Jefferson seems like a deliberate choice. Yeah. Given the Sally Mae Hemings side of things.
1: Yeah, except, although, I think even the way they framed it, though, was like... Part of her character arc that she's supposed to be like the independent feminist who has to learn how to trust people. I think that's where That's going. But also, uh, her critique of Jefferson was not. And of course, these are like junior high kids, right? It it doesn't necessarily have to be
0: like nuanced. Yeah, they're not saying what we're saying,
1: right? But it was also like a very, um, like it was like the safe critique of Jefferson. You know what I mean? Like the one that won't get you in trouble, but she still got in trouble for it, and so it was sort of almost like white femininity, like a little bit.
0: Wait, do you remember exactly what that was? I can try uh, to pull said, up this scene.
1: She um, said, "Like Thomas Jefferson said something like all men are created, created equal," and she's like, "But he didn't believe. But if he believed that, why didn't he say all people are created equal?" Oh, yeah. And I was like, that was like that was a, like a, that was a very that, that was like it was a very safe <laughs> choice. That's a critique of Thomas Jefferson
0: and so and on some level it seems kind of realistic because you think that in that fucking rich white suburb right. they're teaching about slavery outside of them being migrant workers right. that were so lazy they had to do the emancipation proclamation to fire them yeah <laughs> oh shit yeah, yeah but I then totally also see I see it.
1: that as going as like, a, like again I'm leaning towards the feminist side of things where it's like but women couldn't vote and it's like yeah but the whole slavery thing was also happening we should probably talk about that too but yeah i see it as definitely like a sort of like a feministy leaning character i think that's where it's gonna go okay again like. i've only seen one episode i could be totally wrong it'll be funny if i keep watching it then i'm like oh guess i was wrong
0: yeah and no one's calling in so this is just me and phoenix hanging out with uh you in the archive all right so let's uh let's jump it forward a bit let's see where their lives are going this is fun right i know you're you're jazzed all right heading up to the crib and she's like oh shit now this is that scene so th- this is this is wholesome right yes little homie done fucking just pissed the fuck out of his pants mm-hmm. like just empty the whole bladder on him yeah right like cuz probably didn't learn how to flex that pinch it off muscle yet mhm <laughs> where you could stop a little bit yeah. and you just have you have a reasonable blotch this is workable
1: <laughs> right I don't know. I've never had a reasonable blotch. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think that might be like if you have a penis thing, maybe. Hmm. Because if you don't, yeah. If you and like, I'm
0: being, we're, I'm being super cis right now, like. Maybe. Yeah,
1: but like, cause yeah, if you if you don't have a penis, it, it goes like towards the middle in between your legs. It doesn't come out to the front, unless there's like a ton of it. <clears throat> So it's like in between the legs, in the middle. A little, so yeah, I don't really know about the, the the workable blotch
0: thing. Oh, that's probably going directly
1: straight down the. Fu- <laughs> yeah, it'll go down your. Th- it'll go down your thighs, like yeah, like, like down immediately. the. Immediately. Yeah. yeah, that actually happened to a girl when I was in school, but nobody knew that she did it because it was like in her pants going down like the inner thighs, and it wasn't until like she sat down that it was like, why are your Why are the inside of your pants wet? <laughs>
0: but yeah, because no front blotch. She said, I ain't no fucking air conditioner in here. I pissed myself, my pants get cold. No, actually, it was because
1: it was her turn to read a book out loud in class, and she was too scared to ask the
0: teacher to take a bathroom break in the middle of reading her book because our teacher
1: was a fucking demon.
0: (laughs) Sadists. Every fucking where. Kill every institution. Literally every institution is littered with, well, how Europeans have been treating each other forever. Right, so that that that's a that's a lovely scene, right? And she helps, yeah, um, and helps him.
1: But then I think that also feeds into the whole like um her wanting to be super independent and like being feministy because she has two older brothers,
0: hmm.
1: and they're just playing video games and clearly don't care about anything. But yeah. she's like, but she's the one who's like, let me see if I can help. How can I help someone? Like she's you know, uh, she's I, doing all the labor.
0: Yeah, I think that that sets it up, like that scene right there, and what you just said is when we enter, um, uh, not Christina Applegate, the one that stole her career.
1: Alicia Silverstone.
0: Silverstone enters with uh, three boxes of pizza pie, you know, uh, very large purse in- on wrist holding yeah. the pizza pie, clearly just getting off of um, rich white people work, hmm. which I'm sure she was. looks like a real estate agent or something. Hmm.
1: I mean, I don't actually know what she does, but that's just, you know.
0: Something where she can afford, what is that, damn fucking, like, four kids?
1: Uh, yeah, four kids, and... um,
0: And that fucking crib in that area? Oh, well, she probably gets child support.
1: Oh! Yeah. Yeah, they, they specified he doesn't visit. That doesn't mean he doesn't... Oh. You know, he might be paying child support to avoid having to see them the way that they're describing it. Jesus.
0: <clears throat> right? And she comes in, and they are on that video game, and she comes offering pizza and asking for help. buy pizza what's going on what
1: do you mean what's going on can you grab us some pizza please
0: yeah. you're home early oh, No. oh no accidentally positive
1: i do have a small favor to ask you all oh, okay is anyone gonna be around
0: yeah i'm wondering why the uh, decibels are so low Oh, I don't know. Yeah, going inward that was there. Something
1: that was interesting to me, though, right there is like because these two older boys—they appear to be like high schoolers, probably. Um, they just don't seem to care about anything. Like they're very self-absorbed, very just like stereotypical like teenage boy. Yeah. But when they uh, asked the asked the little the little guy to bring them pizza back, the one dude said please, and that just really surprised me.
0: Oh, like to as men talking to men.
1: Yeah, I was like, hey. all right. We, but, we I mean, practice
0: bro code in this feminist But keep household. in mind,
1: he was scared. That's the same little kid who was scared to go inside without his sister because he thought the older boys were going to make fun of him for peeing his pants. Hmm. But they still said please when they asked him for peace. That's just weird. I don't know if that was like an accident or...
0: Yeah, <laughs> just a, an oversight in writing. Like someone added the word please because that's what they would say. Right, right. <laughs> and then everyone else just said, yeah, well, it looks like script. a clean line. Yeah, yeah it, uh, that's it fits within the time frame. This episode needs to be 27 minutes or less. Tomorrow night to look after David Michael. Hot date with Watson. Actually, I have some potential clients in town for the weekend. I'm going out with Olivia tomorrow night. I'm going with Emmett and Oliver to see the cursing engines. Also, I need the car.
1: Thanks, guys. Um, right, which is I'm awesome.
0: like I supposed to sleep over. Seeing as the boys okay, didn't even give it a second thought. You said, "Why are they tolerating this behavior?" What I keep doing, I keep pausing the recording oh. instead of pausing the show because I just see a pause button and yeah, I'm like, like "Pause." It. Phoenix oh, is hit talking. The button. What were you saying?
1: Uh, I said, "I don't know why she's tolerating this behavior. I wonder if that's her thing. Is she's like the guilt and ridden mom because their dad left, so she just like takes all kind of bullshit from the kids? Because, like, mind hmm. you, she they she um, they were playing the video game. She walked in with boxes of pizza and said, "I got you pizza." And they're like, "You just blocked my shot, mom. I was trying to play this game, mom." Like that was their attitude. And then she asks, can you help babysit the little guy, the, the, the youngest child? And they're like, no, I have stuff to do. Also, I need the car. And it's like, this is how you talk to your mother? Really? Like, it's so, like, disrespectful.
0: Yeah, but she's too clueless to notice.
1: They already made a clueless joke in this episode. Oh. We didn't need to. Yeah,
0: well, I, yeah I'm i I'm, I'm a man mm-hmm. saying stuff. Mm-hmm. So were they. No, nah, they were too clueless to real. Nah, all right, all right, <laughs> that's sir. That'll be the but, end yeah, of
1: that. That's, I, I wonder if that's going to be part of the thing. Is she's the overstressed, overworked mom, and hmm. that's why the daughter is picking up like the emotional labor in the home, but is then like really bossy and not necessarily <laughs> polite to people outside of the home or to people new people that she meets because she just doesn't know how to process things.
0: Phoenix Collider <clears throat> knows about tropes. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm actually only gonna keep watching this just to see if I'm wrong because that would be funny to me. Oh, like please surprise me! Like, like please prove me wrong. (laughs) You
0: cynical Negro woman. (laughs) Might be. All right, let's dance it forward. So now they're um, so she's hanging out with with their uh with their friend. Let's get them in the classroom here. The classroom scene, uh, not too notable. Doobie doo, but something I find uh interesting. Because they're all friends, and so they're all hanging out in this their houses. So, But when they go to, um... Uh, let me uh, bring that up in my little notes here. Do Claudia. They yes. go to Claudia's house. Claudia's, uh... This character's Japanese.
1: Oh, is she? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I made sure to look it up first. Oh,
1: yeah, I was like... Okay, yeah. I was like, well, she's clearly Asian, but I didn't, you know...
0: Yeah. Okay. And uh, when they go to Claudia's house, Claudia's grandmother comes to the door. Claudia's grandmother is Japanese. Mm-hmm. and they go to their dinner table later and um Claudia's parents are Japanese. Yeah. Right? You go in um Christie's house. Christie's mother is fucking not Christina Applegate. Yeah. But the other one. Yeah. <laughs> and also like the you know a white person. Mhm. But and I get that the kid is light skinned Yeah. But the black child which um do 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 why did I not put her name in my notes? <laughs> Isn't it but, Marianne or something? Yes, check me on that. But the um, but when they go to her house, she has to have a white parent,
1: which actually also speaks to her um, her character arc. I think because that was one of the things they said. Her mom, who clearly was the black person of the relationship, died yeah. when she was a baby. So her dad's overprotective, and so like she can't be home late. She can't go to other people's houses to sleep over she can't do anything that's not been like pre-planned and whatnot and so they're like this weird controlling aspect of this white man dictating yeah. that closely how a black child
0: can behave right or at least that's what we see
1: well i mean yeah and but i mean i think that's also inevitable just because they clearly live in like a nice suburb there's gonna be low fucking crime all these kids have grown up together so it's weird that i mean they're what 12 13 maybe 14 years old oh uh,
0: no seventh grade the 12 at, it is 7th at this sure. class status they're 12. not going yeah they're going they're right. not going into age 13 in grade so, seven
1: like at, at this point like they've known each other for 12 years and he's still like you can't I, i'm gonna freak out if you're 10 minutes late coming home from someone's house that's two doors down like it's a little fucking weird but
0: then again there is a side of um and now we're bringing it, it's it's the wine cellar fuckos but i mean you think is brock turner from the suburbs or the trailer park Right, like white, and that's the thing, white men refuse to just handle rape culture, and just kind of risk their daughters. I mean, right, like he'd ra- he'd rather just be an overbearing father, yeah. than handle rape culture, because that's out in that suburb too. Like even though there's lo- like there's not going to be liquor store hits.
1: Oh yeah, her name is Marianne. Yeah. Which also they name the black character Marianne all right, fine.
0: They had to. And then give her a a white father. And it's like, and folks, this does not ruin the program for me, but just in general, with a lot of programs that I see as an adult, it's just like, come on. Can I not just give me two black people together. Mm -hmm. Like, why do I have to turn on the babysitters club and see a black child with a white father? Why do I have to turn on dear white people? And they start with an interracial couple and they start season two with an interracial couple sex scene. Mm -hmm. Why does it keep having to be this? Like, how come I get to enjoy best man as a teenager in the in the late '90s, the best man yeah. as a great black movie with like one token white person in the background that's like a server yeah. at the at the wedding. But in the best man holiday, well into the 2000s, there has to be an interracial couple central to the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, stop it! Like interracial fucking couples fucking and breeding melanin out of the future is not justice.
1: Honestly, even if they were, I like, I would like to see interracial couples that aren't black and white if they have to have an interracial couple.
0: Yeah, take black and white people out, yeah, put yeah, give s- me like a, a b- Sam- Samoan with a fucking... Right, yeah. right. Give
1: me, like, a brown Latino and a black person
0: in a relationship,
1: Right. Or like a fucking uh or take. Take,
0: take black people completely out of it. Have you know what? How come we can't have interracial couples without black people? And don't give me <laughs> white man, Asian woman. All right, oh but. god.
1: <laughs> that is the that is their next favorite for sure. Yeah. But yeah, when's the last time there's like a South Asian and um, you know, honestly even an East Asian person. You know? Like yeah, you don't see that shit a lot.
0: No. And it's like fuck you stop sticking black people in that shit <sighs> well whatever they're gonna do it they're gonna do it and it doesn't ruin it for me but i'm going to notice it and i'm going to comment on it every time <laughs> all right so let's uh dance for a little bit let's pick it up here yes ma'am oh okay yeah i, I do what phoenix maybe she's body
1: image issues that's not a right. great example for the girls we will be taking care Which of is, uh... christy what up So she said she has body images. She's talking about a new girl who just moved to the area. Stacey McGill, who's from Manhattan, who um, everyone else is super obsessed about because we're like, oh, she's from New York. She's so, like worldly and you know whatever as you know people from large cities are tend to be sort of I don't know fetishized is that the word that way mm. like I don't know if fetishized is the
0: word but like, May- maybe like depending on which city like Los Angeles yeah Ooh, does she have plastic surgery I can't tell maybe she went to a really good doctor right New York who did they go to plays or
1: well that was what they did is the um one of the girls said but do you even have a babysitter I thought everybody in New York had nannies And she's like, well, yeah, sometimes, but not everybody. We still had to watch kids when their parents went to events. And she's like, like the Tonys? (laughs) Like, somebody got her Academy Awards or whatever, the Grammys, whatever it was. So, yeah, there was already that sort of like, she's from New York. She's so cultured. And I was like, you've known her for 10 minutes. Calm down. But um, what's interesting is that the main character who I said is on this whole, like, I don't like anybody. I don't like new things because I've been hurt in the past and haven't grown past it. She doesn't like the new girl because and now that's what she said. Well, maybe she has body image issues. That's not healthy. And it's like you're sniping at her because you don't like her because she's
0: new. <laughs> uh. It's not
1: because you actually like legitimately think she has body issues.
0: Hold though, So your read on this is damn near like she's using social justice language to throw shade. Yeah, basically. The show just got but, a lot more interesting to but me. But then
1: also, keep in mind, this is the same girl who started off the thing saying, I got in trouble for being like, why didn't Thomas Jefferson say all people? Like, that's
0: who oh, she is. She's a Democrat. <laughs> Holy shit, this is fantastic. All right. yes, Queen Pelosi. Fucking See what kids. happens when I watch
1: 20 minutes of a show? I have like 80 fucking minutes of commentary.
0: All right, so. Of course can. So. Uh. uh there's a feller in this film that... You know what? I, I'm with Phoenix Collider. Didn't turn out to be as, as obnoxious upon looking again. Because I was sitting down eating a piece of cake and, and looking with you. Yes. Like a three-day-old piece of cake because I'm a fucking bear, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... Dad, it was like a three-day-old piece... And, like and like an old candy bar. It was oh, wait, stale. That candy bar was, old. It really? was It was Ew. a wafer.
1: Ew.
0: Yeah, like it wasn't even crunchy. It was just hard. <laughs> I'm just eating. <laughs> but yeah, I sat down and looked at it again with you. Not nearly as obnoxious yeah. at first because like I I do, like I kind of um I project onto him. So I kind yeah. of I
1: mean, I get it. He's somewhat obnoxious cuz he's a fucking rich white man. Like that's there, but I, I you know, based on how he's portrayed in the first episode at least, he's at least legitimately trying to get along with the kids. Yeah. And she's I think she's still just on the whole like being hurt thing and that hasn't
0: come to her character arc yet, so all right all right the being hurt thing yeah. now the scene takes a turn a nina turn er <gasps> deborah hmm. you're being messy again
1: hmm.
0: messy er and he asked me to marry him uh-oh rich man asked her to marry him yes but then she has an idea what did you say I said that I wanted to have a family conversation first to make sure you all feel okay about it. Good, because I don't. Oh. Now, me, I'm not reasonable, all right? I'm not reasonable, I'm not nuanced. I was like, yep, end it right there, break up. But if you do that, you ruin the show, and that's why I will never be on the writing staff of any show. Mm -hmm. They're not getting past episode one, because I'm like, no, solve all problems... Let's decrease the amount of men. Mm-hmm. There should be more single mother homes.
1: Yeah, there should be more single mother homes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, hell, who, who who's the one? Uh, like, David Brame was a man, all right? Uh-huh. That was a uh, pig that murdered his uh, family and himself in Washington State.
1: Family annihilator.
0: Yep. Pig.
1: Christy. I don't feel okay about it. End of discussion. Pass the shrimp.
0: Okay, Christy, we're not asking... Pass the shrimp. Mm-hmm. asking for your permission. We are trying to have a conversation then here.
1: why bother to ask me about it at all? If you're just gonna do whatever you want, why pretend to care? Okay, well, that's okay, not I'm, I'm, fair okay, that, that, that's at all.
0: That's a bit of a speaking truth to power moment. Is it? If you're gonna do it anyway, why pretend to care? Why ask me?
1: But she didn't even offer, like... Because X, Y, and Z. She just said, I'm not okay with it. Pass the shrimp. Well, that's like... Okay, would you like to add perhaps more details in? Is there there something her mother should know about? I don't know.
0: Reasonable Kalita. I am not (laughs) here to be reasonable and even-handed.
1: Okay.
0: I'm here to treat the rich white man like he treats everyone else.
1: He's I also surrounded no.
0: by rich white people. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's mm-hmm. what. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they live in the same suburb. Yeah, that might be a fact. Yeah, but this is an alternative fact. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> there was a massacre at Bowling Green, and this is
0: which is that bowling alley that's a few miles from us.
1: It is. <laughs> all right was it's closed now
0: but again this is why it's it it is legitimately like quantitatively better to have more people on this program than just me for the past six years whole life
1: all you've told me is how important it is to be independent and to stand on your own two feet but then what i told you she's in that hole like she's gonna be like the angry feminist type character because she can't trust people and she is bossy to other people because it makes her feel in control what see i told you
0: i my bad i lost every thought to the fact that this little motherfucker's just eating with chopsticks like it ain't no thing
1: it ain't no thing you can't
0: just i like, know uh, i can't i can't it's do...
1: like holding two pencils
0: yeah I've, I've i've never needed to to write that many rhymes Maybe Big Pun used two pencils. Maybe Crazy Bone, Twista. I'm a one-pencil guy. Kind of like how Donald Trump is a one-pager kind of guy. He's <laughs> not even a one-pager The real political
1: nerd. He's a one-paragraph one kind of guy.
0: Nah, more like 140 characters kind of guy. All right, that was... Uh, you, your joke was enough. It didn't need an add-on. <laughs> and you expect me to kiss the butt of the first rich guy who walks through the door. Okay, Uh-oh. that's enough. I oh, need you to go to your room. He might be able to buy you, mom, but he can't
1: buy us. I say Just go. Whoa!
0: That's that's us talking to Democrats,
1: right? Okay. Stacey
0: Abrams. Bloomberg <laughs> may be able to buy you, but he can't yeah, buy right. us. All right, you buck dance for the first rich white man that fucking comes walking up in his racist shorts. Yeah, I went way out. The shorts. <laughs> All right. You know, if I put up that meme of, uh, this is the uniform of don't you know who my father is, <laughs> they all have on racist shorts and boat shoes <laughs> <laughs> and she gets sent to her fucking room. Right. But, uh, but I'm not too reasonable. Yeah. Now they're ready to do their babysitters club. They get it popping. Oh, you know, what about,
1: the, about the, um, the Asian one with the, um,
0: Oh, something extra
1: about her sculpture.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, I forgot about that. They were kicking it at um, Claudia's house. Mm -hmm. And Claudia is an artiste. Yes. And Claudia is making a sculpture. And they were like, yo, hey, cuz, hey, nigga, what the fuck is that shit? She's like, yo, this is a menstrual cycle, my nigga. Yeah. And they were like, you tripping.
1: I mean. And I was like, this is a really good show. They didn't talk like that. But yeah, she was making a uh, menstrual some something to do with menstruation sculpture, which I think is going to be her arc is that she's the creative artist and she doesn't do well in school, which may or may not, if they're going to be stereotypical, have an issue with her Asian parents who want good grades, but she's really just a creative spirit.
0: So the, um, the yellow ranger,
1: the yellow ranger actually
0: wearing yellow. Yeah. And
1: that was something I think she said later in the episode is that she likes art because she can be free. It's not about, um, like grades or being regimented. It's about being able to express yourself.
0: Good. I I like to have all my tropes in place. Yes. Yeah, like I can't wait for another day off so I can have some sherbet and beer and watch the Babysitter's Club and enjoy my tropes. Right. Damn it. Okay. And so now they're, they're getting their Babysitter's Club popping. Right. And they're getting flyers out. And there is a black person they hand a flyer to who is not wearing their hair natural. Right. Probably lets white people touch it. A lot. Alright, and that's a whole montage. And then they finally answer the phone, and their first client is the first rich white man that walks through the door.
1: Right, which is, honestly, if there was a critique about him as a, as a character, it's how unrealistic it is that this white little white girl at the dinner table like basically like read him for filth, if you were. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm still going to help you start your business. Like, that is the unrealistic part <laughs>
0: You're telling me that that white men don't handle critiques well. I don't I think we need to go back to one of the arguments presented for the Second Amendment, mm-hmm. and it was if someone in the street offends you, you should be able to shoot them on the spot. <laughs> oh man, I've read way too many articles and listened to way too many educational podcasts. Like, I'm just fucking podcast Jeopardy. <laughs> All right, but yeah, so she, he calls up to be the first client, and she's like, nah, nigga, fuck that. And mm-hmm. then, um, Mary Ann. Right, the black girl. Or Maddie, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know? Addie. Addie, that's it. Yes. I'm thinking of Maddie Stump. Jesus oh Christ. Oh, Lord.
1: No, you meant, you meant to the American Girl doll?
0: Yes. Addie. I think I was thinking, because it's in my head, because I think Maddie Stump just, um, uh, got accepted into some classes to move oh, forward yeah maddie stump is moving forward her education she was on the program before one time really think about having maddie stump on the program again but it may be mad um mad triggering mm. you know yeah uh, yeah i might I, I gotta hit her up and talk about that she's messaged me a couple times we talk we're comrades all right um <clears throat> And so, uh, so uh, what's her name? Mary Ann takes the job. right.
1: Which of course was over the objections of what's the main character's name?
0: Uh, Christy.
1: Christy. which again, I think I already said character, arc. she's gonna be becoming more and more assertive as time goes on. I think that's Mary Ann's thing.
0: Yeah.. yeah. And she and she was mad because, um, well, she already doesn't like him. But then you add on things like he sees his kids uh, on the weekends and hired a babysitter for one of those days. And here he is riding off on his bicycle for hours. Well, yeah, that's what rich white men do. They go out on hot, sunny days wearing a relatively thick jacket with a 1996 mini backpack. It is a 1996 (laughs) mini backpack. but
1: It's not that hot because uh, Christie's wearing a sweatsuit.
0: Nigga in the suburbs, you can afford an air conditioner in your clothes, nigga. Probably. That's that, that's that new. That's the last thing Steve Steve Jobs forced someone else to do. Okay. Now she's cre- oh she's creeping because she wants to be nosy and see what's happening. She's like they ain't gonna just gonna be babysitting these kids without me. Right witch lives next door to us her name is morbida destiny she put a spell on Boobar our cat cat and now like a creep she is in the bushes uh-huh. watching people jump on a trampoline yeah which that, that that is the descent when you're spying on people and you're willing to do it so publicly because you're so in your own zone you don't know how creepy you're being right Like And and I'm going to use the B word here, folks. It makes me think of a line from an old movie. You raggedy bitch! (laughs) 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 Matter of fact, that was... I think we mentioned Waiting to Exhale earlier. It was that scene where the brother that played Bubba in Forrest Gump, where she was trying to break up with him, but he's outside her house, drunk in the summer, in the heat, trying to get her to come to a barbecue and not... Like... The rest of the neighborhood can see you, right? But you're just gonna be that. Yep. And here's she- what are you doing in my hedge, <laughs> ah! Christy? Doesn't even know she's on someone's property, all mm. up in their hedge. Mm-mm. And now her friend sees that she's spying. The yep. kids see that she's spying. It's like, man, I-, I better hope those kids don't have Twitter. Shit.
1: What are you doing? <laughs> That's, Louie, no! That was the and witch dropped the time. leash so the dog ran away.
0: Yep, so, uh, just big dog loose. This is why I don't want to, like... A, it's
1: a lassie dog.
0: Hey, has teeth. Fiends <laughs> Cleep does not like when you're unreasonable.
1: It's, mm. a, it's a lassie dog. Those are nice ones. They yeah. are? Yeah.
0: What about Libertarian Lassie? That's which is a very old meme I posted. <laughs> Tell Timmy to get his self out the fucking well. That was pretty cool, huh? Right, so she uh she she's heading home sullen and her mother gives her a talking to and you saw the whole episode. How predictable was that for you?
1: Oh, it was very predictable. Uh, yeah, but you guys are still friends, so you'll work it out. Just be positive. Basically is what it was.
0: And she's like, "You don't run the block actually yeah you're fucking 12 and you don't have an income yeah <laughs> and uh and i guess how you said that's part and do you think they're hitting the character arcs early trying to get no, them out the way I fast
1: because it's the first episode they're trying to do the setup so when shit happens like midway through the season or even into the next season you're not surprised because you're like oh yeah based on blah, blah blah i could see it coming okay i think
0: oh cool. Okay, like, I was wondering I mean, if they also, were doing it too quick. Because well,
1: also, it's a short show. It's only, like, 25 minutes, right? Yeah. So, like, it's not, like, an hour-long show where if you have a whole season of, like, 14 episodes, you have double the time to ease into shit. You have to...
0: I seriously almost said I think it's 26 minutes and 68 seconds. I really almost said that, which would really be 27 minutes and 8 seconds in case someone wasn't listening fast enough. And, yeah, that's that's my brain. I use it for stuff. Hmm right and so now she does what her mother does and comes back to apologize to her friends yes ma'am you left
1: out the part where uh on the way home from that embarrassing incident with the spying on her friend yeah she almost got hit by a car because she went through a crosswalk without looking yes and the uh new girl from new york city was in the car but that girl had said she was going to be in new york city over the weekend with her parents so now um christy's like why is she in the car here with her parents when she said she was going to be in new york city So, but she decided not to bring it up. But it's, like, in her head. Uh Uh-huh. So that's, like, her secret that the New York City girl is going to have.
0: Yeah. And, um, and so now she's imitating her mother. Or Mm -hmm. just, um, not really imitating, just following in the footsteps of? Imitating a woman. Oh, lace me up.
1: Oh, that's the... It's a very stereotypical, um female norms, is that when people are upset, you use food as a, you know, as a way to apologize, right? Because that's like a very, I mean, obviously, they're pizzas, so she ordered them, she didn't cook them, but that's a very domestic thing, right? The way to a man's heart is through a stomach, and you know, you wouldn't have a church potluck, it's all the church ladies cooking, and that creates like the community, and Mm. you know, the best thing about holidays is coming over to grandma's house where she cooks for everybody, and like food and women and apologies and building community is like a, a thing.
0: <laughs> Oof. And uh, and she really is presenting it too. And actually, you know what? Like she put on a turtleneck and a sweater over the turtleneck because that's how badass their air conditioner is. Yes. And yeah, looks like uh, she got one of those good white people brushes and um mm-hmm. and undid those uh those knotty tangles. The
1: naughty I, I don't tangles. I don't know what
0: white people call them. And um, Just tangles. Yeah, it yeah, really came with the presentation and was like, here's a pizza from my friends. And I don't know where they're getting their pizza, but they cut the shit out of it and got, like, no extra cheese. Right. Like, our pizzas are just a fucking, just <laughs> this sort of open-faced lasagna.
1: Clearly they don't <laughs> live in Chicago. <laughs> No, was my and then also brought a salad yeah. for the new york girl because she thinks the new york girl has an eating disorder oh but new york kid is
0: there right now yeah
1: new york kid and took the salad which is like do you have an eating disorder or health problem like what's your
0: deal oh kind of lightweight kind of undercover shade i don't know what to call it
1: i don't even know if it's shade i think it's just um like i think she genuinely thinks that the new york girl has an eating disorder and she's trying to be helpful but it's also like there's gonna be a story about that at some point explaining it all
0: oh excuse me so that's that i know what you did last weekend
1: i think it's that but i think that's gonna be part of the story is like i only eat salads because i survived leukemia or something i don't know but like it's gonna be the staying home over the weekends and the eating thing is gonna come out to be some fucking
0: big backstory that she doesn't want to talk about yet Uh oh all right yeah and uh That'll be that. That is your two S H I T sure. Happy. It's Tuesday <laughs> uh, evening wine cellar. Yes. I'll be back in the morning before I head out to work for a very short amount of time. I might um, bug out for about 15 minutes uh, because Wednesday morning is my early morning. I need to be in the factory at 430 AM central standard time, but I am dedicated to getting you a program. And, uh, let's throw a, uh, big thanks to, uh, the homie loco, Neely, uh, hit up the, uh, hit up the PayPal and, um, Jesus Christ, we got to, uh, get to socialize and, uh, some of that out. Yes. I think that what Neely loco kicked over is going to cover a bit more than web hosting. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, um, we can definitely, uh, help with that. Like mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Uh,
1: well, I already know who we should give some money to or buy some products from.
0: Oh, holy fuck. That's right. Swap mm-hmm. is a uh, sex workers outreach project. You are on a project, but that is internal business right now.
1: Uh, yes, yeah, still internal. But there's somebody that we're trying to help who was um, formerly incarcerated, just got out of prison, is still a young adult, uh, which is unfortunate because they spent like six years in prison and they're not even 30 yet. Um, but part of their uh, probation requirements is that they are employed. But because of their conviction, and their status, they are having a very difficult time finding um, employment, so they want to go into their own business and sell products, and so we can definitely signal boost them and buy some of those products and so on and so forth to help support them so they don't have to go back to prison.
0: All right. Well, and sorry about any air in the mix. Uh, I do have the fan on shamelessly yes. because the air conditioner does not work in this slum hole, and yes. Phoenix Collider is uh, heating up and a sweating <laughs> from the forehead as we speak. Yes. All yes. right. It's and, like
1: uh, it's like I'm not even kidding. It's like 80 degrees in this room right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and just in case folks are concerned, I should l- let it see known. I have a monthly notification set up where um, at the at the 27th of every month, I take what's on um what's on the wine cellar media like regular budget And I move it over to another account and I consider that like income for the household. Mm -hmm. So we buy toilet paper, we buy food, right? And then Patreon hits and we start a new month of Wine Cellar Media Fund. Just so folks know, like if you are actually trying to like help us as individuals and support us as like small socialist business people... Like yeah. yes, it, like we are actually like benefiting as a household. Yes, like yeah, we're we're still poor, but we're less poor because of you,
1: right? And we <laughs> were right. able to buy the uh, the window unit in the bedroom. So even though it's like hot as fucking here, yeah, I can leave here and go in the bedroom because there's an air conditioning unit in there and like just cool down because I cannot handle the
0: heat. <laughs> yeah, we went down <laughs> to the Walmart's and that was like seventy nine bucks, sixty nine bucks. That was like one nineteen. It it okay. It it, co- it cost it, it it was a nickel. Yeah. Yeah. It was a nickel. That, that's just, I I'd be talking like, I don't know what generation of black I'm speaking in, and I never know when I'm going to speak it. Right? Like All the, of them. Right, was I in the 1940s? Oh, it's going to cost you a nice nickel there. All of them. All right, but yeah, so we actually do um, uh, pay ourselves from doing this program, and we yes. pay Fury, and shit, mm-hmm. let's fucking hire another nigga if we can. Yep. All right, so that is uh, Wine Cellar Media. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, Patreon.com slash Wine Cellar Media Fund, if you want to just sign up for that on the monthly deal. Or uh, PayPal.me slash William if you just want to hit it up. And we have added uh, the additional ways to hit it up with uh, Venmo, at Wine Cellar Media, and Phoenix Collider has the cash app, yes. which is dollar sign Phoenix Collider. Yes. And you can follow Phoenix Kalita on Twitter at Uppity Negress, spelled with two P's, two T's, and two S's. You don't really need to follow me on Twitter because I screenshot my tweets and post them on Facebook. <laughs> so that's all right. If you follow me on the Facebooks, you see all my tweets anyway. And, yes. you know, and I, and I share them to social dissonance and folks have a good laugh. All right, that'll be that. Please be as safe as possible wherever you is B-Way.